Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is episode 21. Saying no can be empowering and helpful to your success, but handle with care. Esme is deep in project work when the delegation arrives at her cubicle. All three members wait patiently until she saves her current activity and can give them her full attention. Hi there. What can I do for you folks? Esme, we need your help on the market's mailing project. Aha. Uh-huh. There's too much for us to handle it. Well, I'd love to help, but I need to ask you some questions first. Sure. Far away? How much time do you need, and where will the work happen? Also, regarding our team's overall priorities, how critical is this work? Okay, it's like this, Esme. We're based in the mailroom, and we're handling 50 mail shots per person. And personalising each with a targeted... Yeah, you, you know, I'd love to join you. It's the sort of thing I enjoy doing when I'm not feeling pushed with my current work. Look, I can see this is important to you, and I have a suggestion. Although I can't join you, here are some reliable freelancers I know well. They'll do just as good a job as me. Why not give them a call? As the delegation retreats, clutching the list of names, she pauses to consider what's happened. One of the most challenging learning points she's experienced in the last year is how to say no without upsetting those on the receiving end. Occasional refusals need to rest on solid ground and win respect. They must enhance, not damage, your reputation. Now let's relate Esme's experience to your situation at work. Being willing to say no can be a powerful tool to protect yourself and enhance your integrity. It sets healthy limits and may be liberating. People have three main questions about saying no. Why is saying no at work so important? How do I avoid feeling guilty about saying no at work? And when and how should I say no to the boss or senior person? So why is saying no at work so important? Partly because refusing to help can be unpleasant, especially if it's a manager or a supervisor that you're saying no to. That can feel even tougher, sometimes impossible. No one wants to antagonise a senior person who can affect whether you succeed at work. And you're not alone if you feel guilty and uncomfortable saying no to requests for help. It's so much easier to say yes. A simple yes, though, risks danger, leading to overcommitment. We tend to overcommit to our clients and our families in our social lives. This may leave no time for us. We may also say yes too often to new projects that might be profitable for the organisation in the short term, but this may not serve our greater purpose in the longer term. Consequently, we end up with no free time to think or space for projects that we're passionate about. There can be a significant cost to always saying yes. While saying no may make sense, we can worry that people will dislike us. Maybe they'll regard us as troublesome, casting doubt on whether we're a team player. So our next question was, how do I avoid feeling guilty about saying no at work? Courage to say no correctly and respectfully enhances your career prospects. In some way, as Esme and our story showed, you can avoid saying no directly by saying yes by coming up with alternative suggestions. 
To avoid feeling bad about saying no at work, here's some thoughts. 1. Be honest. When you say no, don't lie or invent reasons for your negative stance. Be upfront about exactly why you're reacting that way. 2. Realize it's possible to do it politely and with respect. 3. Understand the value of your time. Say no when the alternative is too costly. For example, if it affects your deadlines or potential or even your health and happiness. 4. Set clear boundaries. This can put people's expectations in perspective, making it easier to explain why you must offer your services or your regrets and decline. 5. Memorize. Learn no phrases to make the conversation easier. There are countless examples to draw on. Practice saying some of them to yourself in a mirror and assess your impact. Now for the most tricky question. When and how should I say no to the boss or senior person? Before confronting your boss, ensure that it's something on which it's worth taking a stand. You don't want to start a fight unnecessarily. When it comes to dealing with a senior person, never give in to demands if they abuse or harass you in some way, expect you to bully others, ask you to break the law, or try to tell you to do something unethical. Be sure that the other person understands why you mean no. This can often soften your answer and help the person understand your reasoning. When giving your explanation, keep it short. Offer alternative solutions, and regardless of how much you need your job, know where to draw the line. And what action am I suggesting? Saying no at work needs to be done with care, and based on priorities, legality, and ethical concerns. Treat help requests positively, but as needing the implications to be clarified, and use no to protect your integrity and grow your reputation. And my takeaway from all of this? Use the power of no at work responsibly. Set limits on what you will and won't do. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the50ways.site, where you can also become a foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, you guessed it, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.